0: From the Kirkwood Call, I'm Izzy Cologne,
1: And I'm Thomas Birmingham.
0: In this episode, the impact of the 2018 midterm elections.
1: Tuesday, November 6th, saw an unprecedented number of Americans show up to the polls to cast their votes.
0: And as the results of the election are being processed, we'll analyze the election day itself. The candidates, the issues, and especially the voters.
1: Today, find out how the outcome of this highly anticipated election can affect you. This is The Political. On election night, Izzy and I attended a watch party at a restaurant called Kirkwood Station Brewery to view the election results as they came in. The bar was completely filled with people for almost all of the night, and every TV showed election coverage from each of the major stations.
2: I also saw something that showed us that there were two House seats that have already been flipped. I know we need 23 in D.C. So thanks again for being here. Have a good time. Thank you for coming out and being together on this evening.
0: That was Missouri State Representative Deb Lavender speaking. She organized the event and was also celebrating her re-election as Kirkwood's representative in the Missouri legislature. Lavender and nearly everyone else there were Democrats, and the room would erupt in cheers whenever a race was called in their favor.
3: Tonight...
4: We are going to elect some more Democrats to join her, and some more people who care about progressive values to join me in St. Louis County, and God willing, we're going to send Claire McCaskill right back to where she needs to go. I've
2: been very concerned over the last couple of years about where our country's going.
1: Deanna Stevenson and Elizabeth Mattingly were two of the many Democratic women at the party. They were there because they wanted to see a shift in power. They were ready for change.
0: And so why are you here today? Uh,
2: I'm here to join uh, fellow and sister Democrats to watch the poll and uh, hoping that we will uh, win back uh, the House. How about you? we will see the results of the election um, show a much more civilized path going forward.
1: Would you consider yourselves both more politically, like more involved in politics, more politically engaged, do you think?
2: I, I usually am very involved in politics. Yes. Um,
1: Has there been a moment today that like has like stood out in your mind? I guess like just from your experience voting or here, just something that stands out to you so far from today?
2: You know what I would say is what's standing out in my mind now is that I'm very encouraged that people. Are not necessarily falling in lockstep behind President Trump. I'm very excited to see that we still have a two party system. It looks like we still have a two party system within our country.
0: Can you just go in and um, describe kind of your, your voting experience?
2: Actually, I was working at the polls for three hours uh, in the outside. It was very cold, but it was wonderful to see there were a lot of people coming to vote. So that was very exciting. Um, and I had a wonderful experience. I had voted earlier uh, myself, and I had a great experience. That was uh, in Clayton, and I, I early voted, and that was a very good experience as well. And even then, last week, there were lots of people uh, flooding the polls.
1: Would you say that you saw like more people than normal? Or, like Have you like, got a sense of elections in the past? Like, you know?
2: I am new to Missouri, but it seemed to me, um, and from what I've heard, these were big crowds.
1: What about you? What was was your experience like? I
2: I voted Webster Groves, and I did not see the crowds any bigger than
1: before.
2: Really? Um,
1: And would uh, you say that this election, um, you've been more? More engaged or maybe involved in
2: previous elections. Well, I know from our side and the people I know, um, people, everybody I know is engaged. So, uh, and that—that's several people. Uh, everybody is out working, was out working for candidates. Everybody was giving money to candidates. Uh, everybody is at the polls today. So, I think this is a very. It was a very necessary time. It's a turning point in our country, and I think that our country needs to demonstrate democracy and lead. Do you agree
0: with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you watching any specific races
2: more closely than others? Well, we're watching, we're hoping that Claire will win. (laughs)
0: A few hours later, when the bar was almost completely empty, the Associated Press would call the race in Missouri's 2nd Congressional District for Republican Ann Wagner and the closely-watched Senate race for Republican Josh Hawley. A few days after the election, Thomas and I talked to two students about their voting experiences.
4: I think that... Uh, This midterm, a lot of people were excited to get out and vote, which I think is a very, very good thing in our society, that we we need people to vote in order to have a functioning democracy.
0: Liam Stross is a senior at Kirkwood High School and president of the Young Conservatives Club at the school.
4: And I think it's a really big problem if people just are gonna decide not to vote and then they complain about the system after they didn't vote. Or you know what? I, if I kind of get the extent, like it kind of, right. it's kind of bothers me. Like, how are you not gonna vote and then you're gonna complain about the, how the system turned out? So I think it's very, very good that that everybody did get out and vote this midterm.
0: Can you describe your experience voting for the first time?
4: Yeah, so voting, like first, obviously I registered, and I registered online. I thought it was a pretty simple, easy process. Got my voter ID card in the mail, got my uh, sample ballot. It was a longer ballot this year, so I went and filled that out, and I made sure I like researched all the candidates, looked over all the judges and all the propositions and all the amendments, and then pretty much had that filled out. And then going into vote, I voted before school. So it was a decently long line. I probably waited 20, 25 minutes. Went on, I voted over at, like, the computer touch screen. And um, it was uh, pretty simple to vote as long as you had your sample ballot. I feel like it took me maybe five minutes to vote, but waiting in line took a long time.
1: Um, and would you say that you consider yourself to be
4: more politically engaged
1: than other
4: yeah, people t- your age? I'd say I'm definitely more politically engaged. So first off, I'm in like AP Gov and politics, and I definitely am very involved in that class, as well as I'm the president of Young Conservatives here at the school, so I'm very engaged. I follow a lot of current events and a lot of um, like news sources and stuff as well.
0: Great, um, so what were your feelings going into the midterm election?
4: Um, the outcome that I expected, I kinda, like what I had expected to happen kinda did happen. I wasn't expecting anything different to happen. Um, I was expecting uh, Republicans would probably pick up a few seats in the Senate and probably, if not lose the House, lose some seats, which they ended up losing the House, which I kind of had expected. Um, And they held on to a good amount of governorships, uh, lost a few, but uh, not much changed in my opinion, I don't think. Okay. Um, And I guess, what was
1: your biggest takeaway from Election Day in general?
4: Um, Biggest takeaway? Probably, like, going to, like, I feel like a lot of people were very, very excited to vote, and, like, people who, not only me who hadn't voted before, but I think in general, people really wanted to get out and vote on both sides. I think people were both very riled up, and that's kind of what we saw. We kind of saw that really, really high turnout of, I think it was pretty high compared to our previous midterm, I believe it was much higher. And I think the midterm in Missouri, or I think the uh, turnout in Missouri was really high, along with a lot of other states. And I think that's why we saw so many races really, really close. That was hard to predict before the end. Right. And I think that's why we see so many races now that have been still, like, decided. Like, in Florida, there's a recount for the Senate seat. And um, in Arizona, there's a another like they haven't really decided on a winner yet, and it's really really close. And I think we'll see a lot more. We're going to see a few recounts. A lot of the house seats. I think there's like twenty to thirty house seats that still are undecided yet. So they're that close.
1: Um, and with the results ending up the way they did, um, what's something you're looking at for the next two years, or what's something that um, you're going to
4: be like paying attention to? Um, a big thing that I'm going to be looking at is the Senate and the way they confirm justices. I think that um, we have a few Supreme Court justices that are in there. I think we have one that's 85, and she tends to be more liberal leaning on the Supreme Court. And if she retires, happens to retire or sadly pass away in the next two years, uh, you could see President Trump nominate yet again a third conservative justice and really skew the way that the court, the Supreme Court looks. And in reality, if you look at it, once he nominates that conservative justice, there's really nothing to stop him in the Senate. I mean, he has a pretty much, I think he has a 53 or he'll get a 52-53 seat majority, which is more than what he previously had. So it'll be very hard. And then the way in looking at the House... Um, I'll, I'm curious to see what they do with a lot of the investigations into Russia, into the Trump campaign. I'm really curious to see how that winds up now that Democrats have contr- taken control of the House. Right. Uh, another thing I'm pretty interested in is now that the Democrats have control of the House, they have subpoena power over a lot of things. So I'm curious to see if they're going to subpoena Trump for his tax returns or if they're going to take this other approach to where they are not going to be so much investigations. They're going to be more or less... I, don't, I wouldn't say working together but they're gonna be more focused on pushing through legislation rather than rather than investigations.
0: Um, and can you talk us specifically a little bit more about the um, Missouri elections um, and like how just how it was to kind of see those results come in for you?
4: Um, so Missouri, I feel like, Missouri went exactly how I, I expected it to go. I knew that here in our county, I knew Ann Wagner. I had a feeling it was going to be a tight race, which it was. It was very tight. I think it was three to four points that decided it in the county. And um, she kind of has that incumbency factor going for her. She's been a member of the House, I think, for, I think this was her third term. I'm mistaken if it wasn't, but I know she's an incumbent. And she ended up pulling out, and um, I think... Uh, when we look at the city, the city turned out exactly how I went, exactly how I thought it would. Highly democratic, or and then Kansas City turned out the same way, and in Missouri, at Democrats, I don't think flipped. Or no, they rather they did not flip any House seats, and then when we go and look at the Senate side, like the polls before between Josh Hawley and Claire McCaskill, I mean a lot of the polls are within the margin of error, one two points, and it was close. And I remember seeing at the Friday before poll, I mean they were in a dead heat, tied at forty seven. And um, Josh ended up pulling out by six or seven points, so I was kind of shocked to see he had a def- he had a wider margin of victory than what I thought he was going to have. But I had a feeling that he was going to pull out. I knew he. I just just the way yeah. of looking at it. I thought he Missouri just kind of skewing more conservative. Looking at the last Senate race. And then again, there was a lot of things that were on Claire McCaskill's side. She's an incumbent senator. She has a lot of power in the state still. And she has a lot of, um, I mean, she has. She comes, or her family is very wealthy. Like, I thought that she had some advantages to her. But uh, the advantages were not able to overcome Josh Hawley. And what do you think that, that the fact that a new uh,
1: Republican figure was able to... Um, beat a, a democratic incumbent who is really well known throughout the state um, by such by a pretty large margin. What do you think about those what that says about the way or the direction
4: Missouri is going for the future? I think uh, you know you look at it, and I'm thinking Missouri is just be, over the time, has become much more conservative state. When we look mm-hmm. back uh, ten years ago, it was much different of a state. and just the whole landscape of it was different. Uh, Missouri seemed to be much more of a swing state and now you've got Missouri kind of turning much more conservative you know when we look at the 2016 election we voted for Trump we elected a Republican governor Republican majority in our Senate and our yeah. House and Republican like Attorney General I mean we had a lot a lot of Republican held offices that were elected in 2016 and that's kind of the same thing that ended up happening here in, um, in the 2018 midterm we look we had Josh Hawley elected Um, We had um, all the houses stay the same. Ann Wagner held onto her seat, which was the closest seat to really flipping. Um, And then we look and we look at Deb Lavender. That's kind of a different side. We've seen Deb Lavender. She ran unopposed. She won by a wide majority because she ran unopposed. And there was a few other Democrats that won by a wide majority. So I wouldn't say that Missouri's completely going to... completely going more conservative but it's definitely tending to lean more conservative especially in the rural areas and um the cities more or less is staying the same in the rural areas are getting more conservative and that's what's really changing things
0: right um so in the ideal world for you what happens in the
4: next two years what What i predict happening or what i would want to happen
0: um you can talk about both
4: so what I think will happen is I'm thinking Democrats are going to push a lot more investigations onto the Trump administration. I'm, I'm expecting that's going to happen. I think Nancy Pelosi will be the speaker. She'll win it by a close majority. Um, I'm thinking that it's going to be pretty divided government. Not, yeah. not much is going to happen. I think it's going to be really screeching to a halt. Not a lot of stuff's going to happen. President Trump's probably going to uh, issue a lot of executive orders, similar to what Barack Obama did in two thousand ten when the Republicans took the majority in the House. Um, it's just a similar, very similar circumstance to 2010, except it's flipped. So Trump, I think, will issue a lot of executive orders. He's going to push through a lot of federal conservative judges and maybe get another Supreme Court justice pick. Um, and then he's going to continue to keep on confirming cabinet members.
0: It was your first time voting, right? Correct. Okay. So can you describe like your feelings going uh, into voting for the first time?
3: Um, well, I thought it was, like, kind of cool because, like, more than half of the grade can't vote yet, so, like, felt kind of cool, and it's kind of, like, one of those big, like, milestones in life.
1: Claire Cowan, also a senior, says she is not very involved in politics, but she said that voting for the first time is something she will always remember.
3: My mom is, like really excited about it she (laughs) had me like take a picture with her once we were done voting and like (laughs) yeah so like I don't know I thought it was cool that like we had the chance and like other people in our grade didn't and they were like you're so lucky and I'm like okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and what would you say your level of like political engagement is
3: um I like I'm not super involved in politics, but I tried to research as much as I could about the things that I was voting on because this ballot was so long. Right. I didn't do, like, a ton, but for, like, the big things, like, Josh Hawley and Claire McCaskill, I tried to, like, look into that and kind of just, like, look at their basic things. I didn't really want to look into, like, all the different scams they have mm-hmm. because that I... have feel like those get thrown out of proportion um but I tried to do as much as I could and I filled out a sample ballot before I went so in that way I could just fill out the ballot super quick but yeah I tried to like look up the things that mattered the most mm-hmm. to me and then everything else I was kind of like okay well it's yes yeah. or no <laughs> yeah and I would kind of yeah
0: yeah So, did you watch the results coming in?
3: Um, I did for the Josh Hawley and Claire McCaskill. Everything else, I was, like, it didn't really, like, it wasn't crazy important to me. Like, I have an opinion, but, like, it's not, like, I really want it to go one way,
0: so. And what were your feelings kind of watching that all play out with the Claire McCaskill and Josh Hawley?
3: Um, well, so, personally, I voted for Claire McCaskill, and so, um... At first, when they were coming in, she was winning by, like, a signif- a significant amount. But then, like, the next morning when I woke up, I, like, looked it up, and Josh Holly had won by, like, 10%. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: so, then I was like, okay. And, like, I was keeping up with it a lot because my parents both voted for Josh Hawley. So, like, it was kind of like... I've kind of voted against my parents right. which like so we had an interesting dinner discussion about that yeah. but like so I was kind of like just like wondering how it would turn out and like which one like
0: the vote would go in favor of oh. um, um and then what do you think kind of are the significance of those results
3: um well I think um it tells a lot about like The state of our country right now, like, um, I don't know, and the problems that we're dealing with, like, how medical marijuana, like, passed, and, um, I don't know, I think, I was talking with my hairdresser yesterday, (laughs) (laughs) that, like, she thinks that medical marijuana passed because so many young people voted, and they just want, like, marijuana legalized and like this is kind of like the first step but I don't know I did not vote for it for that (laughs) but yeah
1: and then like do you have any sense of like looking for the next two years with like this group of new politicians um, like what could happen something you hope will happen
3: um I hope that there's some kind of gun reform at like some point, cause that's the main reason why I voted for Claire because Josh Hawley didn't have a ton of gun reform in mind. Um, just because like I'm a student mm-hmm. and I could be like the next victim of a school shooting. Right. and I think that's really important for us to consider like what this country is kind of turning to. Um, but yeah, that's like the main thing but also kind of, like, controlling Trump a little and, like, kind of balancing out um, some of his, like, extreme opinions. Okay.
1: Um, And what would you say, like, is your biggest takeaway from just Election Day and your Election Day experience overall?
3: Um, Well, I think it's really important to go out and vote. Um, Like someone told me like the day of election day well oh good for you for like voting but like your vote doesn't really count and I'm like well actually it really does because like my I voted sticker it tells other people like oh yeah it's election day I should go vote if I have the right to vote and if one person doesn't vote then they can't have any say in the results of the election because they didn't contribute to it like one of my biggest pet peeves is when people don't go vote but then they're like upset about the election results because you could have gone in and voted and changed what those results were so I don't know I feel good about like having a say in the election even if it didn't come out in my favor some of the things did
4: it was just like
3: cool to like know that my, like, one of those a million votes for, like, one thing, like, one of those
0: me. Next time on the Political, we'll look into the potential effects of the ballot measures that passed on November 6th.
1: Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out more great content at thekirkwoodcall.com.